This episode of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast is sponsored by the Reset, Renew, Release Retreat for Women. As 2017 is winding down, many of us are beginning to set plans for 2018. What better way than to participate in this retreat with workshops to help you prepare for the best year of your life? Boonie Breakdown listeners get to book this fantastic experience with a reduced deposit rate. For more details, head to the link in the show notes now. Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie and you're listening to episode 30 of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast, where we sometimes cry, we always laugh, we can get a bit ratchet, but we're forever going to break it down. This episode I have with me the homies Chrissy and Sheikah, and we talk about dating in the age of social media, long distance relationships, and we kind of asked ourselves, are we asking for too much? Uh, We also tackle one listener question, and if you are interested in having your question answered on a future episode of the Boonie Breakdown podcast, send them to theboonybreakdown at gmail.com or via the contact form on theboonybreakdown.com. All right, guys, it's time for Boonie's Pick of the Week. And um, I had a, a few listed, but I think just given what's happening in the world around us, uh, my Boonie's Pick of the Week are the people who are still actively choosing to resist what's happening in our country. Um, yeah, kudos to you, whether, you know, everybody's fighting the good fight um whether it's you saying he's not my president or fuck 45 which i personally like to say um yeah keep resisting and i hate the term but i'm gonna say it stay woke um (laughs) but it's just so much happening and so much that you can choose to put your support behind in a way to be resistant to what is happening. So whether if you're pushing back and making the phone calls to your congressman to stop the trash ass healthcare bill that they've presented, or if you're boycotting the NFL, whatever way you are choosing to help the resistance, kudos to you people. If you still haven't, gotten on board i don't know what it's gonna take for you because in my opinion if you support a racist you are functionally racist in a way so boonies pick of the week the people who are still choosing and fighting the good fight and resisting so keep pressing on all right time for some housekeeping stuff you guys know follow the boonie breakdown on instagram and facebook where the boonie breakdown on twitter you can find us just boonie breakdown there's no the there when you share a podcast episode you remember include a link use the hashtags the boonie breakdown use the hashtag pod in p-o-d-i-n also i am going to do an appeal this week for some more rating and reviews on apple podcast app um just want to give you some context i'm going to read one that i got uh it just says yes is the subject (laughs) and it says real raw and hilarious love listening to the boonie breakdown that's all you have to do you don't have to write a dissertation about how great i am how great the podcast is just a few quick words hit the five stars and hit submit and that is simple as that so again even if you subscribe to the podcast you have to go into the search tab Search for the podcast, The Boonie Breakdown, selected, 
Then go to the reviews tab and hit write a review. If you have already updated to iOS 11, I put a cool video on the Boonie Breakdowns Instagram for you to follow on how to do that in iOS 11. I, for one, do not download um, the new iOS on my phone if I have plans to get a new phone because I want a pure new experience when I get my new phone. So I'm still on iOS 10. So sorry, guys. But yeah, just hit that. Hit your five stars and hit submit. Again, for my Android people. If you want to leave a review, you can leave me one on my Facebook page. You can hit the five stars on there and say how great I am. And I will love you guys forever. So that is it. Let's get ready to break it down. So this week on the podcast, I have my homies back. Hey, Chrissy. Hey, Shika. Hey, y'all. So how was the rest of you guys' summer? Oh, it went too fast. I'm literally just getting back from Jamaica and contemplating why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Plug in. (laughs) My summer was cool. I ain't do too much, you know. I went out here and there, but it's it's been good. I know it's like what, like a week left for summer or something right. officially. Yeah, That's but fall crazy. is my favorite season, so it's I'm- mine too. Mine too. Yeah, I like the the only thing about the fall though I hate is like when I leave out for work, I gotta wear a jacket. Well, this early fall, mm. and then like during the end of the day, it's hot as hell. Now I gotta hold this jacket, and that's yeah. just it's been like that all week too. All like, week. All week. <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying. But um, yeah, I wanted to do a reader question with you guys before we dived into things. Okay. I kind of feel like this will get us revved up a little bit. And for all everyone listening, I really do like when you send them in. I don't answer all of these things because some of them are just no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to send in your question that you want us to answer, um, theboonybreakdown at gmail.com or on theboonybreakdown.com in the contact form and I will answer them or have somebody help me answer them if I can. So, all right, this one starts Booney, and it's like a gazillion E's just like that. It's bad. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as I saw that, I was like, Lord, and it's like, help me. (laughs) I feel like all of these letters y'all write to me start the same way. Like, I have a great guy on my hands. Oh, no. But. <laughs> that is a but. trend. That but. It's so terrible. I feel bad for y'all. I have a great guy on my hands, but we have absolutely no chemistry. So how like, is he None great? whatsoever. Huh. Girl, shh. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have great conversation. He's very thoughtful. He always puts me first. But whenever we move to the bedroom, whew, uh. no. <laughs> she said whoo like she really oh, wrote it. No. I'm not laughing at you okay um, <laughs> but I am <laughs> that's the problem it's always in the bedroom there's never any spontaneity we can never do anything as the moment strikes 
it's scheduled. Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. That's our sex schedule. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. So is that... I wish you could see my face. I mean... (laughs) No, I had to take a pause. I was like... "Hmm." I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. we marinate on that. Um, The first thing I'm going to say... Oh, is there more to the question? It's a little bit more, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> not, not much more, but just a little bit more. <laughs> Whenever I try to bring up the subject with him, he just shuts it down and says, This is what it's going to be. <laughs> I really hope you answer this question on your podcast. I really do enjoy it. Horny with a dry coochie, <gasps> Christina. Oh. This is going to be my namesake. <laughs> <laughs> Out, that's, why, that's part of the reason why I picked it. I was like, ah, they got the same name. <laughs> yeah, that's why all we got in common. Because the one thing, I mean, in, in a relationship when you've been together for a while, it's easy to fall into routine. But when you have just naturally great sexual chemistry, it's not limited to days and spaces. So, right. Yeah. I mean, because. Because that was my initial question was like, did something, when I first read it, it was like, was was his initial intention in the sex schedule like a way that we could make sure we always have sex in case we don't? You know, I don't know. Yeah. But then it was like, it's bad. So I guess not. <laughs> so like I always have, when I hear questions like this, I'm always like, how did you even get into a relationship like I understand shit happens but is if like if there was no chemistry ever then how also if there's no chemistry now that I just I mean I don't know I just feel like life's too short to be selling for shit that don't make you happy and I know people always say leave him but like girl if he especially if you talking to me like you my daddy talking about some um this is it no, it's not. Yeah, I think that's the thing, like, kind of where Chrissy was headed, <laughs> where she was like, you know, he's a great guy. Like, how? Like, that, how is exactly. this Exactly. That is not cool. No, it's not. I'm like, you know, it's kind of like that thing, like, okay, he's great on paper. Like, he's everything that, was- that mm-hmm. I want, but he's still... You know, that's exactly what chemistry. it was. They yeah. Hit it off. He was good on paper. She like, he made all of the stuff on the checklist. So maybe the sex isn't as spontaneous and exciting. So I'll deal with it because the other things make up for it. But ultimately to be happy, like now you're over it. Now the great job yeah. and the sensibleness and you know the thoughtfulness and getting your pussy wet so um and and again y'all y'all know my theory like after the core of your relationship is established after you have the amazing friendship and communication and and trust and all of that sex is 50 percent of maintaining that relationship because you're not married so it's not finances right yeah Um, you know i mean christina from one christina to another like chica (laughs) said Life is entirely too short to not be completely happy and satisfied. And that means in any Way area, your career, the relationships you build, romantic, friendship, family, whatever. If he isn't knocking your socks off, I mean, there's still comfort in day-to-day relationships. But if he don't make you feel butterflies at any time, if you aren't excited about the opportunity to have sex with him, then why are you there, girl? Yeah, right. I just, yeah you know... Just walk away. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, if you, and from another perspective too, like, 
just remember that that happiness and that person you want to be with, it's not a... like it's it's multi-dimensional. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just good on paper. Like you need to feel good most of the time. Not all the time cuz I know time, you know. That's how, yeah. People we're human. Like we're not going to always get along, but most of the time you should feel good. And honestly like on another level if when you do try to bring it up and he shuts it down, um maybe take yourself out of it and try asking him like did something happen that that makes him look at sex or treat sex this way because it could be something a lot of times like our our weird fucked up shit came from somewhere Mm-hmm. along the line so it could be something he's dealing with I mean now if he's too stubborn to talk about it then you know you don't have to save these hoes you know what I'm saying like please don't please don't you cannot force anybody to do the work or get the help so you know try your best if you try to talk to him about it he shuts it down tell him well you know this is not working for me like I'm not built like that that's not how my you know, sexuality goes. I like to be more spontaneous. I like to get it in when I feel like it and you're boring me and it's not fair. Because let me trust you, they are not, dudes ain't fucking nobody they bored with. Exactly. And if they are, they're probably fucking other people to keep them entertained. So that's what I was going to say. Like if your days are certain days, do they belong to another woman? Or why? Like, what is it? That's a good point too. And then also, it's just like, how long have y'all been together? Because it sounds like it's been a while. So it doesn't sound like this is anything. It did say a while. Right. She did not state in her her email, though. But, you know, and I think. And sometimes and it, people choose, like, you know, some people feel like the qualities that he's displaying might be better than the sex for them. But you should still be happy. Like there are plenty of men out right. there without big dicks without great sex that have women madly in love with them. Exactly. So those other things are making up for it. And it doesn't seem like that's the case. Cause I don't want y'all to think like, we're always like, girl, bye. Cause it seems to be our common answer, but for this one, it just really, <laughs> right. nothing is, if, if you aren't getting anything that seems to be enough. Right. Well, Chris- Christina, girl, that's that's pretty much all we got, though. But yeah, as always, write back and let us know. Yeah, good luck. What you decided to do. Yeah, good luck. But I will. I will and just like, stop after- being petty. Just stop masturbating afterwards if you if you <laughs> do it in his face. Right in his face. Because sometimes you have to. You gotta you gotta let people know. Sometimes if you don't want to say it directly, just let them know. Like, look, I'm not finished. I was not satisfied. And some, well, you know, if he's not a jerk, if you do it, a lot of times that'll uh, pep them back up. Yeah, he sound like the type of. So I've heard. So I've heard. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But it was like as I was reading that question though, and I just saw this like stupid ass meme because that's what the internet does, stupid ass memes. (laughs) But it made me like this meme. It was going around, and it was like, ladies, you meet this guy, 
He's 33, no kids. He's single. He makes six figures. He owns a house full out. Like, he gives you the best sex ever. He cooks. He cleans. He gives you flowers. He mentors. He saves crackheads. (laughs) Like, it was just so much shit on this list. And then it was, like, one issue, though, of course, right? Mm -hmm. And so it got me thinking, like, even with her question, like, you know, are we looking for too much? Or, like, what are the non-negotiables that it would be, like, that one thing that someone can have be that super great on paper, you really love them, you click, you have the chemistry, but that one thing where you're like, nah, I can't do it. (laughs) Right. Hmm. One of my non-negotiables would be multiple children outside of, like, one woman. Like, I can do, like, say you're divorced Mm. and you have two kids. And right. the kids are above toddler age. So mm-hmm. you guys have co-parenting. That I can do. But if you got like multiple baby mamas or a child under three, mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. going back there and living that life again. I've done that. Okay. Same because, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a hardcore, but like I know I have not been attracting that lately and I'm very uninterested in it <laughs> because I have been there and I have done that. Um you know what I can't, I really, as I get older, I really can't deal with like the super misogynistic, yeah. ignorant, <laughs> hotep ass. Cause I, when I was out here using these apps, I came across, you know, a couple and I'm like, dog, I'm not with you. Like we're not going to get along. Cause I'm not that one. Like I'm not that one that's gonna listen to you be fucking stupid and not say anything. So let's just not even do that. So I can't. I can't do that. Like ignorance. I can't really. I can't yeah. bang with. Mm-mm. I'm. I'm gonna agree with that because it was totally somebody I remember like talking to them just in the talking stage, and it was just like everything they said was fucking stupid and dumb or, you know, homophobic. Or, oh, it was just like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, grow up. Right. <laughs> and so that was like a big turnoff. Yeah. But when you looked on the flip side, like, on paper, he was decent. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of people decent on paper are fucking assholes. Yes. Because they can be. You know, it's it's difficult. But I think I kind of learned that when I'm thinking of, like, my list and things. It's more so things that aren't shifting. Um, mm-hmm. And I learned that I was reading through one of these, uh, like, new moon rituals, and she was listing um, things like someone that I'm attracted to physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and they are me to me too. Like it's more abstract for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Oh, you can't not have a car. I'm not doing that no more. <laughs> that is, I learned that lesson like maybe mid to late 20. Why that made me laugh because dudes be not having cars and be thinking you're supposed to like pick them up I for dinner. Uber, right? And I just be like, you may catch the closest met. Like the most I got for you, homeboy, is picking you up from the train station. Like I will not. So, and I will take you back for you to go home afterwards. <laughs> A big um, non-negotiable for me right now too is just emotional intelligence. Yes. I don't have time for a man who cannot clearly communicate 
that is well into his 30s. Like, yes. No, that is. That is so important to me. That is. That's a good one. Now, I broke the shackles off from the um, emotionally unavailable joints. Like, I had to break the shackles. Yeah. It was it was too much. So. Yeah, I, I like that emotional intelligence one. Mm-hmm. And then for me, yeah. it's just, I'm not big on, like, you have to be a Christian and all of these. Like, you know, you have these lists of all of these things that you need, but then as you get older, kind of the core competencies, just, I actually had this conversation a couple of days ago. Like for me, I I need a man that has ambition and is moving towards it, like moving that energy to kinetic energy, not just talking about what he wants to do. And And to me, it doesn't matter. As long as you're passionate about something and you're moving towards it, because I need someone who will support and encourage my ambition. I've had so many men be intimidated by that. That is fucking ridiculous. Um, because it's not going to slow down for them. You just get moved past. But my my core things are just communication, commitment, and consistency. And my friend was like, that's a really short list. And I was like, actually, it's not. Because many things stem from that. It's the core. Right. Of what yeah, I- that. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the abstract. But there's, you know, that different things fall into that category. It's like a thread. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. yeah. I... I- yeah, I just think like I was kind of like talking to a friend and I was saying like yeah, like I honestly did not think I would be 32 and still like dreadfully single. Mm-hmm. And not dreadful, maybe like yeah, like I just never thought I would be 32 and single as fuck. Like when it's so funny because like when you're talking to guys and they're always like oh you you got somebody no i i don't no i, I literally don't i hate when i see that going around like everybody got that one no i don't like i'm not fucking <laughs> the body nobody if I had it, you wouldn't be being here entertained either like i'm not in yeah. my 20s anymore where i'm having conversation with like four random dudes at the same time just to keep myself entertained the right. thing for me right now is just preserving my time and not wasting it. And so the challenge for me has been there's someone I'm absolutely interested in, but there are so many factors that are impacting us being together. So I'm trying to distract myself with what I call local distractions, but I am so uninterested that it is a complete waste of time that nine times out of 10, like after the first date or after the first few conversations, even before it gets to the first date, I'm like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, it's like I feel like once I pull back like one layer or two, I'm kind of like, ooh, nope, next. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, what's the point of investing all the way into someone and you knew you didn't like them from the second date and like even or even before you went on a date? Like, let me tell you, I'm just not interested. You don't have the time. You don't have the space. Like, like it's just so many things that, and I feel like I'm at the point now where I don't feel the need to explain why I'm not interested in you. I'm not interested. Right. I went to the football game on Sunday and I met this guy. He was he was from Philly. I was drunk. I was like, yeah, I'll be in Philly in October. Blah, blah, blah. So uh, <laughs> I gave him, we exchanged numbers and he texted me and like sent a selfie and I was like, what? And then he was like, send me a pic. I ain't respond. Uh-huh. Um, and then Tuesday, I think he texted me and was like, oh, he was like, good morning. Uh, can you send me a picture for my contacts? And I was like, no, nah, I don't do pictures. <laughs> That's it. Like, cause like, why? 
Because, I mean, you, I can give you my Instagram, but, like, what the fuck do you need to pick? Like, you, first of all, you live in Philly. I'm not, like, you have, we have not had any conversation besides outside of the porta potty and you want to be like, send me pictures. No, I don't. Girl, when I'm 12, you don't need a fucking picture for your contacts. You got that many bitches? Well, I don't need to be there. And for me, too, like, bringing it there, like, I hate that picture shit. Like, I hate it so much. That is the but, thing but, ever, especially with all of the social media. Sorry. With all the social media. And so, like, that's what I'm saying, like, with social media, what drives me crazy is, like, okay, I'm pretty open to an extent, I guess. And I'm not even going to say open personally, but I'm just open to conversation and talking about a lot of fucking shit on the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I tweet a lot of shit. Well, my Facebook is very private, so you know me if you on my Facebook. But my Twitter is open, my Instagram. Now with this podcast, like I feel like now guys like up that approach me are like have this sense that they know me, mm. and I'm like, you don't know me. Right. <laughs> like, like, just because you might have an inside track or have some information, that might be a good way to break the ice. Like, oh, my God, I was listening to your episode about blah, blah, blah. But don't try to regurgitate it back to me like we long lost friends and shit. And yeah. I think that's what, or in the sense, because I am open to talking about sex and all that stuff. They try to come be like, oh, I know you are free. You don't know what the fuck I done. Right. And that's, I don't <laughs> I think we've broached this before, too, but, like, how social media, like, not just men but people period there are so many people that feel like they know me from social media and i'm like that is a fifth of my life that is carefully curated content you don't know me yeah Yeah. well i don't do too much well i i mean i use it when i feel like it so but i also don't let people know me quickly Mm -hmm. so or make them feel like they know anything about me so I think for me people don't really get that like and also most of the time if I'm tweeting I'm probably venting about something so I probably give off like don't fuck with me anyway um (laughs) so yeah I don't get people approaching me like that but like I just I just feel like too with like internet or like online dating or like apps and all that other stuff is that people don't even take the time to get to know you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. It just seems like nobody really They don't. It's an easy way out to be like, oh, what's your username? Oh, friend me on here, follow me here. And then you can go look back for 13 weeks and figure out thinking you know something. Think you know my life, yeah. I posted about that a couple weeks ago. Like, I was out and I'm just running like everyday errands, running to the guy at the store. We have a brief little conversation. It's clear that he's flirting. I'm giving him, you know, the energy back like it's being reciprocated. And this nigga asked me for my Instagram. And I was like, <laughs> not my number? You, oh, you want to be my Instagram friend? Sure, you're going to get this Instagram, but you ain't getting nothing else. I wish he might have slid into my DMs. Yeah. I might be married or some shit. A dude did that. He asked for my Snapchat, and then I found out he was married because I investigated. Mm, so I was that was like, the same way. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Yeah, people are widows. What's your yeah. Instagram? Yes, I mean, yeah. ask me that with a straight face. You're a grown-ass man. I'm about to say, was he young? Like, what? Mm-hmm. I don't even want to follow you on social media if we not, like, something like you don't get my social media i've been given the google number so you can't look me up nowhere else 
especially if I'm yeah. meeting you on an app or something or until you meet clearance because niggas is crazy. Um, right. You get the Google number, so you can't find me nowhere else. I keep saying I need to like remember my Google it. number because right. <laughs> I be struggling like four four three. <laughs> yeah, right. I just block people if I'm done and you keep talking to me. Mm-hmm. I just block you. Like goodbye. Uh, every time somebody mentions blocking right now, I just have the flashback to Issa. <laughs> You oh, fix you your pussy ass fingers to block me, my nigga. You gonna push me like I'm a motherfucking button, my nigga? <laughs> oh my god, I was listening to it on Spotify. Like this, is my shit. <laughs> my homegirl said that shit to me like eleven o'clock one night, and I woke up the next morning like, bitch, if you don't get on my phone with this, like, I died. No, shit. I got that shit on my phone. That's just hilarious. Yeah, I'm so sorry for that. Digression. <laughs> Every time somebody says it now, I'm like, "You want to me, my nigga?" yo, her freestyles be killing me. Right, that one I think was my favorite one ever. Yeah, the black ever. one was one of the best. <laughs> definitely one of the best she was oh, mad. Listen, I just I am so ready for it to come back already. Me too. Me too. It really is good. Uh And we can always, we could tie that into this conversation too, because we've all been at some stage of their lives. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I like the show so much. Yeah, it's it's literally like my life. Like sometimes I look and I'm like, ooh, child. And so my thing. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie it back, right? So would you, because like on the show, Molly had the chance to <laughs> get with the little chubby lawyer guy, but he uh-huh. was in Chicago. Uh-huh. So would you ever do like, as we talk about being single as fuck and like what we won't do, like, would you ever do long distance? <sighs> I'm not sure because long distance, um, was a no for me um, because I just, I'm in this space now where um, I feel like access is a little more important to me. Like I've I've dealt with situations, like I've talked to people that lived in Baltimore and you know, that ain't like an hour commute back and forth. That ain't nothing <laughs> cute. Like, listen, like I'm not doing that. So um, anything further for me would probably get on my nerves. I'm, I won't say I'm completely turned off, but for the most part, I'm not interested in long distance. Yeah. So. And they almost, well, I guess that's Midwest. It ain't too much across country. That's far. I, I'm quick oh, to is. recount the never say never. Because yes. In the, in the early 2000s, I did two long distance relationships. One when I first moved to the Baltimore area and then one a few years after. And I was like, at this stage, I'll never do that again. Like if you can't get to my house in 15 to 20 minutes, what are we doing? But then recently, like I've really been contemplating doing a long distance relationship and it is the furthest from anything I've been looking for. So never say never y'all. I said I would never do it again. And then here I am. I have been, I, I, I know people look at me funny when I say this, but I am a fan. Like I, it's parts of a long distance relationship that I like. Like, I feel like because I commute, I have a long commute to work. I'm busy during the week. Mm -hmm. 
So I like that you aren't there. Like I can do all that shit without feeling guilty or being bothered or whatever. But yeah. And then when we are together on the weekend, it is like you like core time. dedicated time. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know what? I'm not so gonna I'm like- lie. I do like parts of long distance relationships too because I like my alone time. I think the main mm-hmm. factor for me is um dependent on the distance and sexually because I feel like I've gone enough times without having sex. Mm-hmm. So once I get to that point, I'm 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 going to want access. But I do oh, like yeah. having now, that like is the biggest con. Yeah, that is That's con. the only part that bothers me because I do enjoy my space. Like I need alone time. Yeah. I'm that person that like needs to be in our house by herself. It needs to be kind of quiet, no, you know, absolutely. to regroup. And that's and what I was going to say too. Like, oh, go ahead. The older I get, and the longer I'm by myself, like. I think I appreciate that alone time more. Yes. It's so comfortable for me. <laughs> it is. And and so it's like, that's the part I like. But then when you, it's that rainy Thursday night and you want to cuddle up Let's see. and you can't. And that's right. the thing. So two points before I forget them. One, Adrian, exactly what you said, like, or missing those intimate moments, not even always the sex, just like those quiet moments where you laying on each other, watching TV, yeah, but you can hear right. and feel them breathing underneath you. Like those things I miss. But I am, again, like Sheikah, because she Virgo rising, I am very much a Virgo. So I say from the beginning all the time to friends, family, new boo, so they don't take it personally, that my space is so important to me. I have a space clause. So there's, um, there's actually another soror who is a Virgo too that told me, she was like, you know, my husband and I were long distance. And she was like, I feel like that was the key to our relationship being successful. And that she feels like that will probably be the same for me. So I was like, oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for some people it does benefit them because it it makes that a little bit less stressful and someone not feeling like you're pushing them away because you had that space already physically um, yeah. between each other. So I, I definitely get it. I'm, I, and like I said, I can't say I will never do it, but I know the way I feel right now. I want access a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... I feel like right now, because I've been single for a minute yes. now, that I would... I mean, but it's like, I don't want to keep dating. So, but right. well, I ain't going to rush God either. Yeah, don't, but, all of those. <laughs> so you get all exactly of what you want and need, not just, you know. Yeah. yeah. Just stuff right now. But like, I feel like I would want someone a little local. Yeah. At least a 25 minute drive. Right. Yeah, I'm at that point. But I will never say never. Same. So we're all on the same page. <laughs> Yeah, I'll try you know I'll try anything yeah I mean it's not my preference it is it's definitely not my preference because of you know those things those those intimate intimacy reasons but if I find a man that truly makes me happy and we got to make some compromises then I'm open to it because not much moves me right now so if you move me to the point to want to be with you despite those circumstances I'm gonna give it a shot right and I think that's important I'm like, I'm gonna take this a step further because I know um someone who her and her husband live in different states. Oh yeah. 
Now, could you ever do that? Like, I'm always so intrigued by that because I always ask questions like, well, don't you get resentful because you have the kids most of the time? And, you know, oh, and I have right. kids. So. It's not equation for me. Wow. No kids. No ma'am. Yeah, I can't do that with the kids. Yeah, I, I would blow my brains oh. out. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was just like, I'm always so fascinated about, like, always questioning the logistics. Right. And, like, how they make it work for them. And so, like, because um, her husband makes more money. And it's not far, but it's far enough. But, like, he's in New York. Mm-hmm. And she's in D.C. And so, because he makes more money there, he's there Monday through Thursday and home Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, and Sundays. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. It's funny because I was watching this uh God, I forgot the name of it. It was some white reality show, and it was these a set of twins on there. And one of one of the girls, she was working in New York, but she's married. Her husband was in California. And I think it was like her last, like she was finally deciding to like, I guess, try to find a job somewhere else. But I think it works for some people. I think that those people also have very strong relationships and maybe like trust in each other, where they have such a good bond that maybe a lot of nuances as far as like your mental state doesn't bother you. Because <laughs> um, see, I couldn't do that if I didn't trust you, mm-hmm. you know? Because that mean, would drive me crazy. Trust is so key to that because I'll even think like, you know, I think someone asked me that before when I was doing a long distance thing with someone. Like, you never question when he says he's working late. No. Well, what the fuck I'm going to do? Like, why am I going to stress out about it? Right. Like, <laughs> I'm like, either he is at work. Yeah, I'm like, either he is at work or he's cheating. So <laughs> is, I trust I don't know. you until you give me evidence not to. I'm not going exactly. to. Pretty much. And I also. stuff. Exactly. I'm also not one of the girls who goes looking for things. Like, I feel like if you feel the need to go look, then it's a problem. Then you know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she, I would never, like, go through his phone and, like, why am I if doing, doing all that? that? You don't need to be in a relationship. Because my Exactly, because you yeah. don't trust them. Exactly. So, yeah. No, nah, I don't do all that. But, dang, yeah, I'm just so fascinated by, I guess, too, not even just that they're in a long distance marriage, but the fact that or couples who trust themselves or give themselves the freedom to make their own rules for their relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important too. We have to realize that there is no blueprint for a relationship. Exactly. You need to do what makes you and your partner happy and what works for you all. And what works for you all may not work for your friends over here and these people over here may think it's weird that you like that you all do this, but if it works for you, you need to concentrate on what works for you because what doesn't work, it's not going to work. It's no exactly. way you're going to make it work. So exactly. very important. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm very big on that. Like I don't have these standards. It's it has to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. That is it. If it if it doesn't make me feel good, then it's not working. And we can uh, you know talk about it and try to make tweaks and stuff like that. But I'm not setting any standard that oh 
this needs to be like this and I need to cook and you need to take the trash out and because like I do both right now. So what? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like certain things I don't we don't have to have those standards. So yeah, I now need people to realize that. Yeah, I'm I have a, a great male friend now that I that started from romantic interest, but our views on relationships and marriage were just so different that we never even made the attempt to jump into it, but we stayed really close (laughs) and he got married and he and his wife have a real life open situation, like no drove, like his wife actually knows, (laughs) Um, but they have these agreements. They're like, you know, as long as you don't say you love you or you don't fall in love with the person, as long as we don't bring them into our home and it stays outside and it works for them. And I'm just like, you know, I had to say to him once I'm like, you know, to me, that's not my idea of marriage. But if that is what yeah. works for you all, then that's you all's definition of marriage. So I can't say, you know, I can't pass any judgment because everyone has to do what works for them. Exactly. Yeah. And someone I know who was considering an open situation, their kind of thing was, I mean, and this was, I thought it was a very logical approach to marriage. Um, it's like they pretty much took the romance out of it. And it was like they've always had almost a similar agreement. But the only reason why they got married was for the business purposes, the mm-hmm. tax purposes, the legal ramifications, because oh. they were going to have kids. Oh, so it was a and so it was, yeah, they were like, it's pretty much cheaper to pay $30 for a marriage license to get all of those protections than to pay an attorney to draw up all those same things when we could have just spent $30 and they didn't even they didn't have a wedding mm-hmm. they just went to courthouse got married and it they just kept operating as business as usual right and that's how they but see that's how their relationship was before so it's kind of like I mean I guess and I think that's the thing too like we see this this you know hashtag relationship goals and I was trying to watch that documentary on own oh, black love I would have said I was gonna watch that and I couldn't really get into it because and I said I'm gonna go back yeah, I thought it was boring as fuck honestly yeah, I, I'm <laughs> um, glad I'm not alone because I wanted to be here for it so bad I recorded and keep it recording just to support but I'm just like mm. yeah it's boring as fuck and I thought too like it it wasn't very like yeah it showed to me, it wasn't showing, like, I want to know, like, how you stayed together. Right. Like, I think that's yeah. what I'm more fascinated fascinated in. Because I'm like, people fall in love every fucking day. Like, right. That's, that part's easy. But I wanted to know, like, how do these people, like, figure out what works for them and, you know, how they stay together. And I feel like all the time we look at other couples and we say oh my god I want that like I love how they're doing that mm-hmm. you don't know what the fuck you is going on know what they had to do to get there not for like one second yeah. and so I feel like we often do that like I don't oh. understand how my parents did it like my parents are mad long like I don't even understand I barely like like people for no. more than three months and I'm just like I don't know how you all did it but I think <laughs> it's just that it, they believed in it, so they worked on it. Yeah. Like my parents, they still do stuff together. You know, they still find time for each other and, and make sure that they they date and stuff like that. So, um, but you know, that works for them. I don't know the ins and outs of their marriage. You know, one day I might sit down and have that conversation with with them. You know, just to see how they push through. 
Yeah. You know, and I do the same. I, I've had that conversation with my, and mostly with my dad, just because. That's who I think I would talk to. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Girl, and I love my mama to death, but if I had to choose a parent, it's like, look, daddy. <laughs> I'm, 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 but, I'm daddy's girl for sure. Yes. Uh-huh. But, um, I am not a daddy's girl. <laughs> I know. Spoiler alert. I think that there, I mean, I can't, I can't say for sure. Cause clearly I'm not married, but mm-hmm. the one thing that I've always heard of marriage is, is work, but it's rewarding work. And that is always constant compromise. Because think about it. Like, I grew up living with my sister my entire life. She's been staying with me for five months. And I'm like, how did I live with you for 17 years without killing you? <laughs> like, right. Hearing her chew ice and crack her toes. And I'd be like, bitch, go to the-. Like, <laughs> but it, it is one of those things. Like, you know, literally, like, there was a time where I lived with her and we had to coexist. And that was the only circumstance. So we made it work. But it's different when you have a choice. And I feel like, you know, our parents' generations didn't see it as, even though they had divorce and things like that, then that it wasn't the choice. It wasn't the easy out. Like if we do this, we're in right. the long haul. But our generation one, I think a lot of us got married because it was the next thing you were supposed to do after college, or you wanted the mm-hmm. wedding and you wanted the production. And you didn't realize that you were marrying a person that will be evolving as you evolve and that you guys had to work to do it together. So I think that one, everything for our generation feels so transactional. It feels so easy to walk away and start again because there's something else. And we don't realize that it's worth it to make it work with one person as long as you're willing to do that. And and, and the thing our generation doesn't realize a lot of too is like no relationship is perfect. The strength of that relationship is ter- determined by how you get through conflict in the hard times. Right. So many of us don't want to do that because it's easy to say it's another bitch over there when you acting up that'll, you know, kiss my drawers or. Right. And and that's the sad thing of it. Like people don't realize there will always be better. But what you invest in is what, you know, beats all of that. So I don't know. I Again, I always say I want to be married. I want the type of friendship and partnership my parents have. I want my, you know, Ruby D and Ozzy. But if I don't ever feel like I'll have that. I'll stay single or if I get married and yeah. yeah and we give it our all and it doesn't work I'll probably never get married again yeah yeah I also I I'm never shocked when people say like I'm never getting married again like I know a few mm-hmm. but I'm also mm-hmm. kind of thankful like I was just thinking like the, the my friends who are married none of them have gotten divorced right which is great right <laughs> but it's just like I was thinking like of of their marriages and not that I put any of them on a pedestal but it is like one that I'm totally invested in and like if they got divorced I would be like devastated right right <laughs> but yeah I just you know every and that's what I'm noticing because for most of those married my friends who are married I'm friends with the husband mm-hmm and so for me, it's always interesting, like hearing the perspective from a married man. Yeah. About like the gripes, what's hard, what's difficult. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, bitch, I need some of my girls to get married. <laughs> uh, yeah. I need, I want to hear that counter. <laughs> and, and I have both actually, because I, and, and that's, and I'm glad you mentioned that because most of my friends that 
Well, all of my friends that have gotten married, they're still together. And their relationships are so dope. I'm actually going to my um, friend's wedding on Sunday. But their relationships are so dope. And even if I know, you know, the wife primarily or the husband primarily, their spouses are, like, involved with their friends where it it's welcoming, you know, and you can, I can sense the love. So that gives me hope because I have friends that I see and I know it's not easy. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we talk about what happens, but to see them together and push through and work things out is super dope. Like I can't even be mad at it, but I don't, I've been real super like existentialist with it. I'm just like, I just need to be happy if I end up married, that's dope. If not, cool. You know, I just want to be happy overall. I think, you know, marriage and companionship is dope as long as it's right. So I'm not against it, but it has to be the right person and it has to be a good bond. Yeah. And I'm just glad that I have examples around me because too many people do things I think a lot younger and or marry younger and then they realize as they're growing as you were saying Chrissy you're changing and you're not going to be the same person for the next 10 years and you realize that you mm. you don't like who your spouse is mm-hmm. or they don't like who you are and it falls apart so I'm glad that I feel like to some our generation now is taking it a little bit more seriously like I know a lot yeah, of people I'm, late thirties that are like or mid to late thirties that are not married and chilling. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a ton of us. And like I will say, growing up, I can only think of you know one example of a marriage for me that was like, oh, that you know, and that was my grandparents. Mm-hmm. But for both of them, that was their second marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so it's like, okay, they even had to start over right. um, to get it right. And so for me, I, I don't have any personal examples of those 20, 30, 40, 50 year marriages that I see that some of my friends have that they celebrate for their parents. Mm-hmm. So for me, I guess that's why I'm so invested in the relationships of my friends yeah because it's like okay i've seen you go from the dating to the engagement to now in the marriage and kids and so it's so fascinating for me to watch it on this level because i honestly have no examples yeah. and it, but yeah. this is the thing too is as long as you see the relationships working somewhere you know because it, it again like we said everybody's marriage is different but your grandparents are like a complete total love story too when you talk about how things went down to the end so yeah. you know so you do still have that example and i met a woman actually on vacation that was from Bowie. her and her husband you know still had great chemistry and they were there celebrating their anniversary and it was their six-year anniversary but she was like maybe almost 50 and she was like she purposely waited later in life to get married she was like i waited late i waited late on purpose so she was saying because you know she asked all my business (laughs) (laughs) where you from all of this and she was just like don't feel like there's any rush just like i don't feel like anything's missing from my life he came in when i was already whole and complete and it just felt right and she's like it's still a challenge because you know we were so set in who we were 
but it works. And she was like, in those first five years were difficult for us, like they were for any newlywed, but it was worth it because I knew that it was right. So I was like, you know, look at the little signs of reassurance. Yep. Yeah. I always like those stories. Cause even though like, I think uh, Sheikah said it, like, I don't know if marriage is going to happen for me. Um, it's still nice to see the people that I love and care about are making it work. So yeah, and at the day, at the end of the day, whether you, as long as you are fulfilled and happy, that's all that matters. That's all listen, you can do, right? Listen, because you could have a boyfriend for twenty years and be common law and be happier than some people that are married and argue every day at home. Hello. So, and then on the flip side of that too, like I guess for like you know seeing people who kind of stay because they have invested the time Mm -hmm. it's like you know it's always like the other side of the coin but like you see that too where it's like well he done took my best years so and and i'm just not that person like i'm the person that's going to walk away oh no i'm not going to do and just you're not going to take everything and all of me and all of my time. Um, so, yeah, and I think there's a balance. I see all types of relationships around me. So it kind of helps me get a good grasp of like, oh, yeah, I probably wouldn't deal with this. And, oh, this looks like that's a good working thing going on. That not so much. You know, I, I, I appreciate having different perspectives of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um it's all fascinating. <laughs> right. It is. Well, look what spectators look up on our side like, oh look at that. <laughs> we want to play oh, the reindeer games in. too. Let Shit. Me let me <laughs> I wanna see. Let me give me the controller. I host a good dinner party for the married couples. <laughs> But you know what? That would be like, something shit, dope I- to do, Adrian, like a live podcast with couples talking about how they maintain. Because, I mean, if black love doesn't get around to that, I think that is the what everybody wants to know. What do you do to make it work? Yeah, like, what the fuck do you do when you want to strangle the shit out that oh, nigga? Oh, like, yeah. let us take oh, notes. Send but us yeah. a check and let us do this. <laughs> I can right. the venue. You can... <laughs> girl it's so funny like since you said that i'm gonna do a little side note because i keep getting these messages like boonie when you're gonna do a live podcast and um i, I have plans too yay like yay. let a girl get some it's like let a girl um get there first though right <laughs> but i do have two. a thing yeah like they're like do it now and i'm like what if i, I like because it would be terrifying like to take that step throw it out there and then oh my god like 10 people Girl, show up like oh my god I would cut every single one of y'all bastards <laughs> who told me to do it <laughs> maybe like no, your first year maybe like your first year yeah, yeah so let, let a girl get to a one year anniversary or yeah. something <laughs> but I do have a venue picked oh, out and so just so you guys know like it's gonna be on the vision board for next year so all right just you know get ready it's gonna be in baltimore all right, just tell me when okay. to buy my ticket girl yes 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 but since you said that i'm gonna do the plug now um and this is also to hold me accountable because it's also something that terrifies me so yes if y'all pop up i'm gonna say okay if by like 
June of 2018. I ain't done nothing yet. Then y'all can start sending me threatening letters. <laughs> I hear this world. She said we could do it now. So when you see us bullying Adrian on social media, <laughs> exactly. That is, um, that's my promise to y'all. So, but that's also that's a do. big thing too, Adrian, that you spoke on. Like everything that uh, that we're you know afraid of, we should definitely be pushing each other to do. Action yep. cures fear. Ooh, I like it. It ain't mine, girl. I stole that from somewhere. I just can't remember where. <laughs> it has definitely been something that I've been trying to apply to life recently, just because I've been in such a transitory state. And I'm just like, it's so many things right now. I'm just like, if, I, if I'm not truly fulfilled or happy, fuck it. Walking away from yeah. a career that I've been invested in for over a decade, fuck it. I'm not happy in this. I'm not challenged anymore. On to something new. You know, so, but in other areas of life too, like, I just want to do what makes me happy right now. Me too. Yeah, it's like you only get one life. And I hate, like, as cliche and as corny as that sounds. The shit is fucking true. I say that it really people. is. And then, like, at any, like, in case in point, I'm going to bring it up. Everyone's out here bitching about, oh, my God, the iPhone is $1,000. Bitch, like, get exactly. it. Get it or yeah. not. But <laughs> right. And then don't it always seem like it's the Android users that got, got the most to save? Like, no. y'all don't get y'all pixelated. Please. We did it first. Asses out of here. Look, I I was nice to the Joy people like last week on the podcast and gave them little sweet nothings, but they get on my goddamn nerves because every time the specifications of the Joy, like nobody there. gives a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> Apple can give us the, the technology that's already been out for years. So we don't care. We buy the brand. Look, them. at this point, Apple could sell me an eye typewriter, and I'd be like, that, that shit is vintage. Oh, it's right. vintage. I might need that one time. Home I might keys is back in time. You know, home keys is back in style. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, it don't matter. And that's the, the point that I was trying to make to someone is like, y'all so worried about this. I don't know when the fuck your phone's coming because I, I don't care. That's joy. Like I don't care. I don't speak on them. I don't talk about their <laughs> features. I don't get mad. I don't talk about them. So like, why? I legit don't it's give a fuck. A like, thing. and someone was like, "But the note came out last we week." Didn't know. I didn't know. There wasn't an announcement. I literally didn't know. <laughs> there was no keynote. <laughs> right. I had put it on Facebook. I was like, "Oh, here we go." Like every iPhone announcement day joy users sound like trump voters and somebody was like <laughs> somebody commented yeah um always screaming in the room but and joy just like those all lives matters motherfuckers <laughs> why, oh, why, yeah. why do you even care i don't care i wouldn't even watch a launch event for a joy phone <laughs> Do they have launch events? I don't know, but if they did, I wouldn't even care. Like, why would they watch it? Like, why are you so curious? I don't care. <laughs> the last time I knew about a jewelry phone was when the motherfuckers was blowing oh, up yeah, and you couldn't take phone. them on the plane. And y'all still stuck with them after that? Like, literally. Y'all talk about Listen. us. <laughs> no, that shit was scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to think, like... This is mad apple hive over here. Like I was really sitting here, like, have I ever had anyone on the podcast who has a drone? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't think I have. Yo, I stay meeting dudes with droids. Like, really? 
all the time. <sighs> I barely get an ad message from a dude. It's very that is a non-negotiable for me. Get a fucking blue bubble and then we can talk. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. <laughs> you can't get that till you get a blue bubble. People are so serious about it. I have had guys that like when they finally do because before I was giving out the Google number, um, but when I was giving them my number, they be like, "Thank God you got a blue bubble." No, I got blue too, and I was like, "I know." Yes, green bubbles really are offensive. Yeah. Like I just, I just can't do it, and I legit feel like it's this one guy <laughs> that. I was told Kenny earlier um, that I was uh, sexting. Like, that's all we do. Like, I've never done anything with him. I don't even think I've ever met him in person. This is so ridiculous. But I was just like, um, yeah, I think that's part of the reason why I've never met him in person is because he has green bubbles. <laughs> it might be. And I, like, kind of mean it, though. No, I know you do. I know. <laughs> I'm not judging at all because I would be the same. Like, listen. <laughs> I don't care. I just, I mean, I just like the way it looks better, but I don't care. Also, I'd be liking one people to know when I left them on red in case, you know, they need to know that. Oh, oh okay. Can we just say that read? Okay. Somebody on one of the, I think it was another round, they had a discussion with LeVar Burton about is it read receipts or red mm. receipts? And he was saying it's red because red. that's what yeah, you said. Yeah. And I was like, that's funny because I say read receipts, but you know, reading rainbow. I think so. It's red. It's red. I think I flip it around sometimes, but yeah, it's definitely red receipts. Uh-huh. It should be. So, but yeah, I think that is one of the most underutilized features in iMessages oh, yeah, because sometimes your receipt is your response. Yeah. Like I read that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that is it. Oh my god! That's all I got. I, don't do I keep it because either sometimes I'm purposely ignoring you, or sometimes I'm not. But if I'm like actively having conversation with you, I I don't want you to feel like I'm ignoring you because otherwise it'd be very clear. Because you know, but now nah, I want you to know if I'm purposely ignoring you. Mine yeah. is you know it because we, we live with our phones in our hands these days. My hand, my phone is everywhere with me in the bathroom. First thing when I wake up in the morning. I take care of my phone like my child. So if I am not, if I didn't, you know, type a response, I forgot to send it. Cause I've done that a lot too. You know yeah. that I am purposely ignoring you. Like I like other people to leave their read receipts or read receipts on. I want to know you saw my shit and how long it took you to respond to it. But I don't right. leave mine on. Cause yeah, that's petty. And for me, I don't look like if I'm busy or if I know I'm not going to be able to respond right away. I mean, part of that too is having like an Apple Watch so I can kind of see oh. what it says first. Mm. Um, so I just won't open it that way. I mean, cause I'm my pet peeve is being ignored. Like I don't fuck with that shit because I really do my best not to ignore anybody. I feel terrible if I ignored someone by accident. If I ignore you, it is because I want to, and I want you to know it as well. So that's part of the reason why I just leave mine on. Yeah. I need you to know that I'm not dating with you anymore. (laughs) And not many people use them. They don't. And I'd be mad. Yeah, me too. I really wish more would. Yeah. I know we both have ours on, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a handful of people that I know. So, all right, ladies. 
so we already hit an hour like can you believe it but uh we're gonna just wrap this up now and then i got some stuff to tell y'all once we push stop i know oh. girl i'm ready all right <laughs> bye everybody y'all <laughs> So aren't you interested in knowing what Chrissy told Sheik and I after we stopped recording? <laughs> Maybe Chrissy will feel like sharing it on her next visit on the Boonie Breakdown. I want to thank Chrissy and Sheikah again for coming on. I want to thank you guys for listening. Be sure to share the episode, your thoughts, what you thought were funny. Share it with the link. Hashtag the Boonie Breakdown. Hashtag pod in P-O-D-I-N. All right. Remember, go leave some reviews and some five-star ratings on the apple podcast app so that's it for me until next time